Hey, hey, you are listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. Plus, hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how you can break through to success. If you're ready to dig in, listen in to today's episode. Hello, hello, my fearless preneur, and welcome. Welcome to episode number 42 of the Fearless Pursuits podcast. I just saw the funniest sign. Actually, it was my fiance who texted it to me, and I wanted to give you a little bit of a chuckle. Here's the thing. You probably won't find it funny at all if you live in a warm place. We live in Colorado, and the weather has been kind of fickle lately. We've been getting snowstorms, and then back up into the 50s the next day. And then another snowstorm, and then back to warm again. So (laughs) here's what the sign actually says. It's like winter is mad and keeps storming out, then coming back and yelling, another thing. I thought that was hilarious. It's so true. That's exactly the way it's been lately. It's like so pretty, um, especially when it's all white and everything, and then the sun is shining, and it's so pretty. And I definitely love the way the snow falls here. It's not like a, a, you know, one of those storms you get like in the Midwest or something. It's really pretty super super pretty it just feels like you're in a snow globe (laughs) it's really nice anyway tickets are bought for the beach I'm ready so I know you want more success you want more money more freedom maybe better fitness or health right maybe you want better relationships Here's the thing. You can have anything you want. You just have to know how to achieve a level of success that's fulfilling to you. That's why I'm talking with you today about how to find the fastest way to achieve success. You want to know the quickest way to succeed, right? Yeah, I thought that perk your ears up. I thought you'd be interested. And what I'm about to share with you may surprise you, but I think some of you may already be on to me. I think some of you already know the truth. The truth is, there's no such thing as the quickest way to succeed, right? And let me add here, anyone that tries to tell you otherwise is basically trying to sell you a load of BS. Hear this loud and clear. There is no way to succeed, no quick way, rather, to succeed. But I will be sharing with you how you can succeed in your business. Listen, anyone that's achieved anything that was big in their life or in their business will tell you exactly this. 
it's really just a few basic aspects that you have to master. So it's not rocket science, right? Achieving success in your life, achieving success in your business, it's not rocket science. But you do have to wonder, you know, why aren't I not achieving success in my business? Why am I not achieving success in my relationships, right? Well, anyone who we admire who has achieved anything would tell you it's basically down to three things. Yeah, just three things. Okay, you might have heard Jim Rohn say that success leaves clues, right? It's really true. And any successful person would tell you this first thing is consistency. I say it. I talk to my prospects about it. I talk to my tribe about it all the time. I talk with my clients about it. The second thing is sacrifice or paying the price. The third thing is a growth mindset or basically a mindset that is in alignment with your goals. Okay, so let's dive into each of these aspects to see if you've got what it takes to grow a thriving, successful business. Let's start with the first thing. That's consistency. Now, let's use me as an example here. I've been podcasting now for almost a year now. Okay, so my goal is to produce one podcast every Thursday and gain as many subscribers as possible. So what is it going to take? Yeah, what's it going to take? And you can apply this to your own example, to your own goal, right? Am I going to get an overnight excess? Am I going to wake up one day and have a million subscribers? No. (laughs) No, that's the answer. And you know that you won't either, right? You know what it is. You know what it's actually going to take. It's consistency, right? What do I have to do, right? So this is what we're talking about, the consistency. We're talking about action here. I have to show up regularly, right? Publishing podcasts regularly, letting you, the listener, know that I'm serious, that I'm not a one-hit wonder. I'm here to give you value as often as I possibly can. See, what I have to do is to actually demonstrate to you that I'm going to be here, right? You don't want to follow someone. You don't want to subscribe to a podcast that's only here and then not, right? Someone who just disappears. We see this all the time, right? I've got to be consistent. What do you have to do? What is your goal? What do you have what steps do you have to take for you to be consistent? You know, if you're starting something or you're you're marketing your business, you know that you're going to have to have certain steps every single day, even if it's just a little bit, right? So, another thing that I have to do is pay the price or sacrifice. And I know no one likes that word, right? That's right. Just like you and whatever you're working on, I've got to pay the price. So that sacrifice would be different for each of us depending on the goal. But let's look at the price. Again, looking at me, for example, right? What is a sacrifice that I'll have to pay? Well, there's a lot of things that I've got to learn about. I mean, first of all, I had to learn how to even podcast, right? Um, I had to learn how to market my podcast. What's the best way to get subscribers? I've got to give this um, some time. You know, I can't just give up. I, I can't just do it for like six months or a year and say, oh, well, I just don't have enough subscribers. I guess no one likes me and then just quit, right? 
I've, I've got to come up with content. You see, there's a lot of things I have to do. There's actual steps and actions that I have to do. I have to be very consistent with this. I, I've got to do this week in and week out. I've got to set time up in my calendar to do this. And you know I homeschool. So I've got to be able to keep my daughter occupied. I've got to be able to keep her focused while I'm doing my podcast, right? I know we want to think there's a quick way, right? We all do. A silver bullet. An easy way. Marketers love to use language like this, right? Because, boy, oh boy, I mean, like, wouldn't it be fantastic if there was actually some sort of silver bullet, right? I know you know the truth. And I'm not going to insult your intelligence here by any stretch. But sometimes we are fooled or tricked by some pretty slick advertisement and we just buy into something. But guess what? It's about consistency, right? I mean, you've probably purchased some programs, some courses, and maybe not even finished them. How about the books that are sitting on your shelf? Finishing them, right? We've got to be consistent about them. We, we often talk about um, the New Year's resolutions, right? We think that we're going to set up these personal goals. I'm, I did a vision board party. I think I mentioned that to you last week in my group. And the thing is, is that, you know, we're literally using tools, visual tools, visualization. We were writing up our goals and that sort of thing. And we have to go deep. We have to be committed to doing that. We have to find out what steps it is that we have to do in order to achieve those goals. We can't just, you know, make a vision board and make it look all pretty and just put it on your wall and never look at it, never visualize, never write down an action in your planner to take you've got to take action there is no silver bullet uh, we, we can't be fooled by you know that sort of language right so we realize that it's consistency how many times do you find yourself stopping short of the finish line right like not finishing a book not finishing a course I know I sure have I definitely know that I have right it's it's something that we all do in, in our lives, right, in every aspect of our life. This is so easy to give up, you see. Our, our brains, we've talked about the neuroscience of this. You, you know, your brain is a glucose hog. It just, it takes up a lot of energy to change. It takes up a lot of energy for your, your brain to do certain things. It takes certain actions. So your brain just automatically wants to be chill. Your brain wants to procrastinate, especially if it's a big, hairy, scary goal. So it's not really your fault per se. This is the neuroscience that's going on in our mind. Your, your mind wants to seep, seek homeostasis. Your whole entire body does. That's why it's easy for you to have a thermostat of a certain weight, for example. You know, um, your body just wants to keep that weight. And you've heard a lot of people, I, I just, I can't seem to keep the weight off. I can't seem to reach those weight goals. And that's because your body seeks homeostasis. The thing is, is that it's your mindset that you have to work with in order for you to lose that weight because you have to battle against your mind to tell you, which is what your mind is doing, to not go to the gym, to eat certain foods. You see, we're battling against all of this. So... There is no silver bullet, right? And we're all stopping short of the finish line, right? So, listen, I've never come across anyone that's, you know, really reached a level of success from one single act. Not a politician, a, a business owner, a millionaire, a billionaire, 
You see, it's never from one single act, right? We like to think so, but we know it's not the case. It comes down to daily habit. That's right, you knew I was going to say that. It's daily habit, even if it's just 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 16 minutes to reach your goal. You know, a lot of people that have reached some success, they make it all look so easy, don't they? Well, you know, it's misleading. And and I love in social media where we're using our raw vulnerability to talk about our stories so that people can really see you know the hills and the valleys in our in our success you know we we often see people showing up on social media where they just look polished and perfect but the thing is is that it makes us feel like we can't achieve our goals when they're coming out and looking so perfect it's too misleading you see so you know obviously this is not a tactic if you're you know promoting yourself on social media you never want to look like you're perfect you want to look like you're in breakthrough all the time because you are if you're truly uh, an entrepreneur seeking a level of success right so it always comes down to daily habit whether you're writing a book or whether you're trying to get fit or maybe you just want to get healthy it doesn't really matter it comes down to daily habits. Listen, anyone can do something one or two times, right? In fact, when you set a goal, often there's a whole lot of energy that's surrounding that goal in the beginning, right? You're like super stoked. You're super excited to do this goal. You're all excited about it. So it's easy to do that first day, even the second day. Maybe even the third day. You've still got that momentum going on the third day. But by the time we get to the fourth day or the fifth day, you know, starting to do this goal, then it's easy to quit, right? You start not really feeling it. You start not really feeling that motivation to do it. So we see people doing this in all sorts of aspects of their lives, right? And you've seen this in your life or someone close to you, right? It's really the truth. You know, people who want to lose weight, you know, you see them just getting really excited or they are are saying, I'm just going to start eating healthy. And they bring all these greens in the house. And then it's easy to do for a couple of days. And then after a while, it's like, this is too hard, right? So this is what our mind is telling us. It's too hard, (laughs) right? So as you know, I love to use examples. I got down to 10% body fat when I won my first well, let's see, was it my first one? Yeah, my first one, I was 10%. In my second one, yeah, pretty much 10% body fat, right, when I was in the bodybuilding competitions. So at first, when I set the goal, I was really, really excited about it, you know, and I didn't think it was that hard because I'd been in fitness for so long, and I thought, I can do this, right? But it wasn't long before you know, after a while, it started to become hard to even motivate motivate myself to keep dieting or keep going to the gym. So, you know, if you've ever tried to reduce your fat, you know, you realize that we were talking about homeostasis. So your body goes into homeostasis and you hit this plateau, right? So what do you got to do? You got to shake it up a little bit. You got to really mix it up with your diet, move some of your macronutrients around. You got to add a little bit more cardio. Maybe you got to change your cardio. Maybe it's got to be sprints, right? right? Um, I, we used to do something called LSD. No, it's not a drug. <laughs> it's long, slow distance. Sometimes what you need to do is you need to actually throw in one day where you're just, you're doing 
60 minutes literally of just long slow distance right so all of these things factor into mixing things up and confusing your body and you know your body is always looking for that homeostasis and then when you mix it up a little bit your body gets confused and then it just gives up the ghost it's like okay well I guess I'm I am just going to be giving this up and so you lose the fat and that's exactly what you have to do in these cases and this is what we have to do with our minds and the action that we're taking with a lot of our goals right because you know five or six days a week right this is what it took for me to actually get to you know get down to 10% body fat and to actually win those comp uh, competitions but you know I tell you with all the aches and pains it just wasn't fun right and a lot of times in our businesses it's not fun you know we lose our purpose we lose our vision we we lose our motivation we lose the love sometimes in our business we just don't have any love for it and we're thinking oh I'll just give up but there's something else going on there but if you're truly committed to the success you know then you'll just work on the consistency right and let me just give you a little technique here so if you if you know you're thinking about a particular goal where you you set your mind on doing something just get your calendar out and you have your goal at the top and just put an X on the calendar on each day that you did the goal so it all becomes about getting the X's see and it's not so much about the goal because this is how we're motivating ourselves. now here's what I know you'll fill in Monday you'll fill in Tuesday get that X so you see you don't want to miss Wednesday because you're already motivated you're like okay I just need to get Wednesday oh that'd be that'd let you down if you if you didn't get Wednesday right so you're on a winning streak right so now you've got to do Thursday right you got Wednesday now you got to do Thursday so now you're looking at your calendar and you see all those X's so you can't let yourself down so you got to do Friday and you've got five days done See, and this is this is something that really works well. So for some people, that works really, really well in terms of keeping consistent with their goals, right? They they want to see the X's. They want to see the X's right there in their calendar. So there's one simple little technique in order to be consistent. But consistency is key. And focus are very similar, by the way. Consistency, you know, and focus are two different things, but consistently focusing on doing the things that you're going to get, you know, that will actually help you achieve your success is really important. So understand something. Uh, I see a lot of people, a lot of the clients come to me and they're really into the strategy, right? They're in into action and they're not into enough thought. They're not into enough focusing. And I'm reading this book right now. It's called Essentialism. And it, and it often talks about eliminating some things out of our life. And we talk a lot about action and being consistent with action. But you can be consistent with your focus too. Focusing in on what you need to do and how it's all going to work out. This is equally important. So many people seek success. That's just a fact. Many, many, many people do succeed. Here's the bad news. Very few people are actually willing to pay the price for that success. So what do you have to do to reach that level of success that you want? You've got to sacrifice. That's right. You've got to pay the price. 
Paying the price is about investing in the long-term success, which might be that you've got to take short-term sacrifices. And there's a lot of people out there saying, you can have it all in abundance. And, you know, and I'm all about that, you know, being very intentional and being very conscious. And, you know, I've got my six-figure conscious entrepreneur community. We talk a lot about how to stay heart-centered and to really stay focused on our goals. But that's not what I'm talking about. And, you know, there's a lot of people that talk about hustle and overwhelm. And I I'm one of those because I don't want you out there, you know, really, really breaking yourself down and working so hard and being so overwhelmed that you can't really enjoy your life. There's going to be some sacrifices that you'll have to make, but this is where you get to be super intentional with how you design your life, how much sacrifice you're willing to take, right? So like um, I've told you before about uh, my ex-husband, right? So, you know, he wanted the the big house and all of this and all of these things, all of the pretty cars and the pretty furniture and all of that. And at what sacrifice? The sacrifice was that his children didn't even know him. There were times that he was gone for over 30 days and he didn't even see his children. You know, and, and I would have loved to just, you know, have lived in a smaller home or rented someplace or something like that rather than having all that. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful to have had those experiences and all of that beautiful stuff. But really, I mean, it just boiled down to your house just being about stuff. It wasn't really even a home or a family. You know, I tried to make it as much of a home that I possibly could. But when, you know, my husband wasn't there and the kid's father wasn't there, it wasn't much of a family. So in that case, this example that I'm sharing with you, that in my personal humble opinion is way too much sacrifice. So that's what it means. But we live in a fast food society. Just want to throw that out there. We all want this quick fix. We all want the easy way, don't we? I mean, it's just part of what we do. It's just part of who we are as humans, the, the human species, mankind. This is what we do. But we also know that anything of value, anything that's really, truly meaningful is never easy, right? It's not easy. I mean, I have fallen in love with the most amazing spirit, the most amazing, beautiful man. I never thought that they actually existed out there on this planet. So all of you women out there who think all the good ones are taken, you are wrong. There's still plenty of wonderful, beautiful people out there. The thing is, is that it has been easy. Our relationship has been very easy. And, you know, as we are coming closer and closer and melding our families together, we're noticing that there's some challenges. And the thing is, is that it would be so easy just to throw in the towel and just give up. You know, um, that's just, it's not even a thought because of what we have. But this is what we want to do. And I can think of a lot of people I know, they'll give up something amazing, something wonderful, because it's just too hard. Something about it is just too hard. And of course, like I, what I was saying before is, you know, that we have limits. We do. We have limits. So we have to really figure that out. But what we know is that if it's truly meaningful for you and, you know, it's something that's very valuable, then, in, you know, you want to make sure that you realize that it's, it's worth going after and sticking with it and being consistent and paying the price. 
And there is always a price to pay for success, isn't there? Success always has a price to pay. Here's an example. Giving birth and having children, right? <laughs> there is a price to pay. They can be the most wonderful things, but they can also be a pain in the butt. Being an entrepreneur, there is a price to pay. There's a price to pay for being rich and glamorous. There's a price to pay to being famous. There's a price to pay for living paycheck to paycheck, you know? There is a price to pay. So whatever lifestyle goals we want, there is always sacrifice. It doesn't matter what it is. It might be putting in many, many hours. The price might be unlearning negative beliefs. The price might be becoming emotionally mature, being able to deal with jealousy, being able to deal with failure, being able to deal with fear, you know? You might have to eliminate negative emotions. You might have to eliminate anger and resentment. You might have to even release the past. If you want something bad enough, you have to do what it takes. That's what Fearless Pursuit is about, right? It might be that you've got to give up blaming and finger pointing and complaining and whining and being that drama queen, right? These are some of the things that you might have to give up. Pay the price of in order to be successful. And the list goes on and on and on, right? And that's just some of the basics. But here's the thing. What's the price of failure? We've talked a lot about failure on this podcast, right? There's a price to pay for failure and it's going to make you, it's not going to make you feel good at all. Failure is always more painful to experience than success, right? And sometimes we get stuck in that mindset because we're not willing to pay the price. We're not willing to motivate ourselves. We're not willing to push through the pain. We're not willing to deal with the discipline. We're not willing to do those things. But those things are absolutely essential in order to be successful. So the third aspect, and this probably won't surprise you if you've been following me for any length of time, the third aspect is mindset. We have to be really honest with ourselves here. We really do. There's a lot of issues that involve self-doubt, confidence, and fear, right? I hear it on the daily. This is, after all, why I named my business Fearless Pursuits. Um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, we're all dealing with all this stuff in our head and in our hearts. We're all dealing with these goals that we want, but we're living in fear and doubt and really wanting it, but not having the confidence to go out there. I've seen this for decades in my friends, family, and of course, even in myself. Fearless Pursuit, it's about going after your hopes and your dreams and your goals as if your life really depended on it. Because you know what? Sometimes it does. Like when I had to take care of all three of my kids, I had to take care of them like my life depended on it. I'm showing them what it's like to be a single mom going after her dreams and making it happen. So here's the thing. In order to be more successful in our businesses, we have to be honest with ourselves. Also, we have to step back sometimes and look at our business with a really critical eye. That's not comfortable, right? It's like looking in the mirror. Sometimes you don't want to see what you see. 
That's not always easy to do when your mindset might be the cause of your lack of success. I hear this all the time. I'm talking with people that want what I have, but they're not willing to do what I do. So there's a lot of talk about using affirmations, right? to help your subconscious mind. And there is a place for it, especially if you know how to do it, right? But I hate to be the bearer of bad news here. This might be getting you nowhere fast. So listen up. Sure, we need to work on our mindset. All right, for sure. It's definitely a key component to getting what you want and having more success. More than mindset, though, you, what you need to do is what I call belief work or thought work, daily thought work. This is what I do. So what we have to do if we want more success in anything, any sphere of our life, is to step into that identity of the person you want to be. Aside from that, you must actually believe that you are already there. Now, I don't know if you've heard the book Psycho-Cybernetics. Uh, by Maxwell Maltz, I believe it is. So he talks a lot about this experiment that he did. So he was a plastic surgeon and he noticed that when he did the surgery on people, some people were, of course, very happy with their results. They looked at themselves and, and were very grateful for, you know, the, the plastic surgery that they done, that, that they had done. While, interestingly enough, there were other people who underwent their plastic surgery and came out of it thinking, first of all, you didn't even do anything, doctor. And then secondly, they thought, I look worse than I did before I went under the knife. And, you know, of course, this was very perplexing, right? And so lots of studies were done and he found that it was the person's self-image that really factored in here. Throwing myself under the bus, you guys know I was homeless, right? I was raised by a single mother, very dysfunctional family. Really essentially I was like um, like um, a child raised by wolves in a sense, raised on my own. I never had anybody around to teach me manners, uh, to wash my hair, to show me how to brush my hair. I looked like a, I did, I looked like a child that was raised by wolves. I was made fun of in school. I wasn't thought very highly of. I was thought of as stupid because I was dealing with so many issues uh, personally and emotionally. Not really proud of this at all, of course not, but you know, that's not something that, you know, separating myself here, this the person who I am today from that child, that child had no control over her life, of who was supporting her or lack of. The thing is, is that for many, many years, my self-identity was of somebody who was stupid, somebody who can't do anything, somebody who was poor, um, somebody who is not loved, somebody who is not liked, somebody who is not pretty. That was my self-identity for a lot of years into my adult life and caused some very major problems. So that is exactly why I have studied mindset for so many decades. And I can tell you, aside from reading this book, Psycho-Cybernetics, this is something I know to be true with working with my own clients. I can tell you, they will like a temperature, like your thermostat in your own home. When you feel a chill in the air, you'll turn the temperature up, right? You'll put some clothing on to keep you warm because that's your thermostat. We know this to be true with people who are making money. 
like uh, realtors for example there was another research that was done with realtors and you could always know exactly who was going to make a certain amount of money because they have this thermostat a money thermostat inside of them this is the amount of money I make I never reach any more because this is who I am this is what is cap what I'm capable of so this is what we know so our mindsets are very very strong again that word homeostasis you see we have this self-image inside of us this is who we think we are. So we're battling against this, right? So this is why I, I have belief work with my clients, the, the daily thought work. So it's not an easy thing to believe that you are already there, that you are who you want to be. If your bank account doesn't resemble what you want, right? If your body doesn't resemble what you want, are you still eating dinners alone and you haven't found your Mr. or Ms. Right? You see, this is where most people get everything wrong. Most people are doing these affirmations and they're trying to... I've got my air quotes up here, convince themselves that they are already that person, right? They're doing these affirmations to convince themselves, to make themselves feel good, right? But it's not the affirmations that are making them feel good, you see. It's having to change their thoughts. But they don't actually believe the affirmations, you see, because their daily thoughts and actions and feelings don't support these affirmations. So their subconscious mind is constantly saying, you liar, you see. So the only thing that will bring you closer to being that person is to do, think, and act like that person would. So we think of Jim Carrey, right? And we've used this example before. You know, he had had done many movies, and I, I can't think of the name of the movie right now, and I'm, I know that you are, as listening here, you can think of the one I'm talking about, but uh, he was to take on the persona of someone who had died. Gosh, I wish I could remember his name. So he literally would answer Andy, Andy was the character's name. And he would he would not even respond. Jim Carrey would not respond if someone said, Hey Jim. He would just ignore them. But if you called him Andy, which was the character's name, he would respond. And he would act exactly like that character. He was really into that character. He wanted to do, think, and act like Andy. And see, this is why he has achieved so much in his life. Before he was this mega millionaire actor, he wrote himself out a check of, you know, this million dollars that, he, what was it? I don't even know the amount, but he carried around with him. And he acted as if he was this person, right? And this is what a lot of people do. They go around acting like that person. But what we have to do is we have to separate ourselves from all of this action that we're currently taking in our lives and do this thought work. So in other words, you have to, you really sometimes have to stop doing all of the action and you have to start being and thinking and focusing on the goal and how you would act if you wanted to achieve that. I'm getting ready to put on a workshop, for example. What sorts of actions do I have to take to get there? What sort of being 
Um, do I, how, how do I need to behave to be that person who creates this workshop? We're talking about putting together the curriculum, getting the space, uh, creating the lead page, creating the ad, creating the curriculum. Who do I have to be to do all of that, right? So we realize that it is a being. So here's an example. You know, like I say, I work with a lot of people. Would someone who was already making X amount of dollars, right, per month, let, let's say $40,000 per month or, you know, maybe $200,000 a year, be thinking like you do? I don't know. Maybe you're already making that. Let, let's, let's increase that, okay? So what are the chances that a millionaire is actually listening to this podcast? Let's start there. Would someone who is already making a million dollars a year be thinking like you do? I mean, I'm not thinking you're a millionaire. <laughs> if you are, all right, then let's, let's up, up one that, you know, multimillionaire. But you see what I'm saying here? Uh, would they be making the same decisions you are currently making or worrying and stressing about money the way you do? Probably not. They are doing and thinking and acting like a completely different type of person. So here's a cure, right? Make decisions and investments as if you already have a million dollars in the bank. Do the daily things someone who already has a million dollars would do. Buy the things you would buy without worry if you already had it. Obviously, now I'm going to have a little caveat here. If that puts you into debt, don't do it, right? I, I often use um, buying um, little luxuries like um, something that's fairly inexpensive like lingerie for us us women because yeah it can be kind of expensive to go to Victoria's Secret and to buy a hundred dollar bra right and that's not something that you would do on the daily right but that's something that you would buy you would cherish it would make you feel a certain way right we want you to get into that feeling place so we find that money is flowing in like a faucet, right? This is how we would feel, right? Just like a lot of these millionaires. So uh, would a high-level thought leader be hiding their gifts? Would they be afraid to show up and do self-promotion or have negative feelings around selling? Because that is something I hear a lot would you know something that would actually change people's lives i mean you've got a product you've got a service and you know it would change people's lives right but yet are you selling it are you afraid that you're going to come across as salesy right because i hear this all the time that's why i'm using this as an example so here's a solution show up like you would show up like that person would that thought leader that high level thought leader that has all of these gifts show up like they would so what if you know the algorithms aren't working for you so what if people aren't interacting one person is going to see that post or that video that live stream that blog post you know it, and that one person would be the one that's changed by your words by the way you acted because you showed up right show up like she would be confident like she would be relentless like she would and know that like she knows that selling is a gift to people who need it i just created a post today you think about amazon is always selling right can you imagine if they didn't you know we would never be able to know that those sexy pair of shoes were on sale right here's another example would someone with a an amazing healthy fit body be engaging in negative self-talk would they be eating chips or donuts on the couch or stopping at fast food? Probably not. 
You see, so, you know, we can look at money, we can look at marketing, we can look at relationships, we can look at how we are in our health and fitness, right? It doesn't really matter. Any sphere of our life, we realize that what we have to do is change our self-image. So the cure, for example, would be if you want that amazing body, eat like she would, work out like she would love yourself like she would and you'll have that beautiful body that amazing body in no time right so affirmations are nice right but when you can step into the actual identity and embody that person that you most want to be well that's when the real magic happens so it's all mindset right it's belief work it's daily thought work it's pulling back the mindset of an entrepreneur is a self-image that is unshakable and it continues to grow. All right, so I love this topic so much and I hope you did as much as I did. I hope you take something away from this podcast and apply it into your life or your business and that way you can reach a level of success that you're actually proud of. I want you to win, but you've got to go out and be consistent. You've got to make some sacrifices, you know, as long as you've got a, a, a line in the sand where you can be intentional and still be abundant. And most of all, I just want you to all design a bulletproof self-image and mindset that makes serious impact in abundance. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I'll see you next Thursday. And be sure to join the six-figure conscious entrepreneur community over on Facebook. See you on the other side. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content. And now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.